here we go, here we go. Now, I'm, I gotta, before we get started, there's, are you guys, you guys need to know, know the, the backstory on, on this uh, episode. Here's what happened. Are you there, Gypsy? Are you there, I Gimlet? am. I feel tires on my chest. Here they come. <laughs> take, take, open your eyes and take a good look at the underside of the bus. <laughs> right. Here's, here's what happened, you guys. And this, I think this is kind of good and it's kind of fun. Uh, we recorded a wonderful show earlier today, a wonderful show, and then we uh, we put it out into the universe so our producer could get to it. And he goes, "It's wonderful," uh, but I can only he could only hear my side of the conversation, <laughs> which, in a weird kind of uh, Andy Kaufman kind of way, right. might have been a fun little experiment. So here's what we're gonna do. We're going to recreate uh, what we did this morning uh-huh. in, in the nighttime. Now, yeah. it's, ve- it's very late where you are very on, late. Uh, on Gimlet Island. Yeah. <laughs> I could use a little... couple of Gimlets right now. <laughs> did you ever have one? No, I never You did. really should. You really should. It's, it's a lot of lime. Oh, and I'll say this. Here's a little plug. Here's two little plugs. Uh, numero uno. Remember when I was bitching about... Uh, uh, Orville Redenbacher popcorn? Oh, yeah, I had some not good. You did? You tried it? Well, I ran out of the other, and I had Doctor Strange to watch. I wanted to watch Guardians 2 again before Infinity War. Okay. And so I had the Orville Redenbacher. I bought it again, and oh, you're right. It's just, it's the worst. I was about to report the exact opposite. I uh, I, I accidentally got some uh, single-serving bags, and it was delicious again. Like the and little tiny like, ones? Yes. Now, see, I think the big bag is a single-serving bag. Oh, it is. The little <laughs> tiny ones are a joke. Little <laughs> tiny ones are a joke. Yeah. Um. So so I wanted to say welcome back, Orville Redenbacher, but hopefully they can get that figured out. And, okay, I've got a couple of addictions that I want to tell you guys about. Like, these are these are straight-up addictions. My, my, my newest addiction is uh, – is, um, Oh my gosh, ginger ale with uh, lemon in it. They're uh, selling that for real now. Schweppes I'm, is a half lemonade, half ginger ale. It is fantastic. Is it? And you know, and you know why? Why? They're using real lemon juice. Oh, good. So that's uh, those are a couple. Oh, and I'm and I'm completely addicted to YouTube, which uh, which brings me to the theme of this show. I remember saying that this morning that this show is going to have a theme. So we're we're back in. Uh, the theme of the show is now we can start. Now we can begin. Here we go. That's what it was. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking now. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm remembering. It's, it's all, the theme yeah, of this show is also Gypsy's a moron. <laughs> no, no. It's, 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 here's the theme of the show. Neither one of us are recording engineers, and we don't know what we're doing. We're, but we're doing our best, damn it. That's what America's all about. We're sometimes personal we're doing responsibility. it twice. <laughs> We're squaring back our shoulders. We're saying, hey, world, it's cold in here. Look at my nipples. That's right. <laughs> so here's the theme. Here we go. Uh, now, now we can begin. And, and this is for you guys, the, the, the gentle listeners of the show. When we started this, and I, I can remember exactly where I was. I was down at Hermosa Beach, uh, and I was talking to Andrew. Uh, and it, it just a couple gears clicked and I'm like, here's what I want to do. Like literally, like I wasn't like thunderstruck or anything, but I'm like, I, I kind of in a weird way had a vision of here's what I want to do. Uh, and it, it, it now like two and a half, almost three years later, we can begin because our website, uh, the loftestparty.com is, is kicking. It's everything I ever wanted it to be. 
There's a few more tiny tweaks I think we might have to make, but for the most part, 99.9%, you can read a great article and you can just click a button and you can share it on Facebook and you can share it on Twitter. You can make comments on stories and I'm telling you guys, jump in. And and we we can now start to build a community. I've I've token I've token I, I've spoken <laughs> with a couple of other uh, people who have podcasts, and and I think I'd like to feature their podcast on theloftestparty.com. And we're going to start building this thing out. We're going to start building it out, and we can do it. Now, here's what I need uh, from you guys, and I remember saying this too. It's all like deja vu. Uh, we got to bump up. The, the, the the presence of the show we gotta uh, if you guys could this is very important uh, go to uh, iTunes and leave a comment leave a rating it'll take you like a minute to do it you just go if you've got the podcast app like I do you click on that you look up the Loftus party bang bang boom leave a review I, I know it's a hassle but it makes all the difference and it'll it'll put us on the board and increase uh, awareness for the show because here's what I've noticed uh, iTunes is now doing. It, it, when we started the podcast, when I would go to the search, you know, oh, I want to search it up. I would go to the the, the Loftus party, and I would I would type in the Loftus, and it would say, oh, the, the Loftus party. It would like guess the rest for me. And I could just bing bang do it. Now they're making me disappear. I type in the word, um, I get to lo the loft, and it's like, oh, do you want the Loftus lounge? It's like there, there's like a hip hop show or something. <laughs> they're probably pretty good. But I can type in the complete word of the Loftus party, and there's nothing in the search bar. They're like, I don't know. No, good luck, buddy. I don't think there's anything here. And then you click search, and like, oh, that one. That's the one you want. Yeah, the one with a couple, you know, like 150 episodes. That's the one. The one I, the one I subscribe to. The one that I listen to every week. So leave a comment. Uh, leave a little review. Click some stars. Some activity there makes all the difference. Also. The YouTube channel. I am addicted to this. Uh, we did a, I did a little review of The Last Jedi, got a bunch of clicks. I did a review of the Blu-ray of The Last Jedi, like over a hundred thousand uh, views. So this is all, this is all part of the thing. Uh, we talk about comic book stuff. We talk about Star Wars stuff. We talk about politics. Politics is one, one part of the big, the big puzzle. We're, we're, we're in the business of making friends. We're in the business of building this thing out. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, do that and start uh, turning people on to the Loftus Party. I'm, I'm, I've, I'm literally asking uh, for your help here. So and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes, and then what? And then you can go to the Loftus Party and learn how to sneak liquor into concerts this summer. Well, that's that's the other amazing thing, and I really <laughs> I'm it's it's crazy. Like this new platform that we're on. It's called The Maven. Uh, they've been insanely helpful. We're really, really happy to be there. They're happy to have us. It's, we, we've got a really good relationship. The wonderful thing about The Maven is uh, they're not going to do the clampdown on us. Nope. Because here's the, here's the other thing. Like, and I've always, I always say this. Like, I don't want to get kicked off Twitter. I don't want to go to Facebook jail. Uh, I, I don't want to be demonetized on YouTube. So... Uh, the Maven has a wonderful video player. All of our videos are also there. They have ads, and they are never going to demonetize us. Nope. Uh, they're they're never going to pull the rug out. So what I want to do, and I'm I'm asking for your help here, uh, guys. 
by increasing that awareness on iTunes, by subscribing to the YouTube channel and leaving comments on the videos. That's another thing that I've just learned. If a bunch of people are commenting on the videos on YouTube, boom, 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 the algorithm kicks in, you get kicked into another higher category, more people have a chance of watching your stuff. It's, it, I'm, I'm learning all this stuff as we go. I've always said that this is like a work in progress, but damn it, we're close. And I'm, and I'm so excited. So here's the thing. If uh, if Twitter pulls the rug out from under us and for what because we're not diamond and silk we don't have uh, a million five uh, yeah. Ted followers Cruz isn't going to be talking about us at the Senate committee hearing <laughs> no 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 he's not so uh, I really want to I'm, I'm we've been creating great content every week we've been creating great YouTube ads now uh, every week since like last June I started uh, doing the vlog and our YouTube numbers have doubled. And uh, so things are going well, but now we got to put the shoulder to the wheel. Now we got to go try. And some other wonderful things are happening. And I don't know if you guys uh, noticed this, but our friends at Fox News have were suddenly on their radar, which is mm -hmm. fantastic. I've uh, I've been invited on uh, twice now for uh, Fox and Friends weekend, and and you guys, I'm not afraid of getting up and and working. Like I'm not I'm not going to let you down. I swear I'm not going to let you down. Like if it means I'm getting up at 3 in the morning and going down to Fox Studios in L.A. so I can do a hit on Fox and Friends Weekend at 6 a.m., I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm not – I will I will get in. I'll do the videos. I'll come back and we'll do the podcast. And, and here's the one other wonderful thing about the Maven. You guys, when you go there – and you sign up. That's the other thing that you need to do. You got like yeah, you have so much homework this week. It's it's horrible. It's tedious. But but literally, it, it's a call to action. It really is. And I always said I never wanted to do like a join my freedom army and help me save liberty. Like listen, we're just gonna do our thing, and that's what we've been doing. We've been very quietly doing our thing. Now I want to make some noise. Now and I need your help to make this noise. So you go to the Maven. You sign up. You, you not only can you comment on stories. But you can like submit stories of your own, and there's yep. a very good chance they'll be published. And we're going to be so this. The idea is to think big, and and that's what we're, we're we're doing. Like you can grab a video of like a song that you think is overlooked, or a movie that you're excited about. You can grab something on YouTube, and you can put up like don't be a jerk, don't be pornographic or any of that crap, you know, because we'll we'll shut you down. Those are the, like freedom of speech is totally going to rule at, at the loftestparty.com. It is when I think about it, and I'm, it's happening right now. I, you know, you know when Peter Parker's in the bus and uh, and the the giant spaceship comes down that Thanos sent, and his arm hairs all go up. Yes, yeah. that's, that's what I got going on right now. When I <laughs> when I think about it, I swear to I swear to God, and this is no small task. And and maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm hungry or or lonely or tired. I don't know. But when I think about it, we literally – we just made the decision to do it, and we did it, and we didn't stop, and we kept going, and now it, it has – everything is in place. Everything is in place. That that website, you guys, you can practically uh, blog if you want to. What no, do you they, know that's cool? No, the, have, the community can blog. Yeah. Yep. If you know a, a great bar in your hometown that makes the best damn hurricane this side of New Orleans and you want to do it. If you own the bar, tell everybody. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, it, it, listen, uh, if, if there's a politician who's screwing up and being a, a, a dumbass hypocrite and you want to rat him out, boom, do it. All of it. 
all the above. If you know the best place to scuba dive, if you know the best topless beach, if you whatever, it's all there. You can you can do it. We can bring it, and it's a it's a it's a cool little concept that we can make this thing as big as we want. Mm-hmm. Literally, the sky's the limit. So, I, I know I, I can look at the numbers. Uh, for the people who listen to the podcast, and we get some great people on SoundCloud, and I, I guess I'm focusing on iTunes now because I'm, I've, I think I've figured out their algorithm more, uh, and and it's and it's a, a a big platform, but uh, it's it's right there. We can, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Everyone's invited. Uh, no one's gonna get kicked off for cussing. It's fantastic. I'm super. I'm super excited. I couldn't be more excited. So. That's your call to action. That's what we need you guys to do. Hopefully you're down with it. And here's the cool thing that happens. Are you ready for this one, Gimlet? Sure. Okay. So I think I mentioned this last week. Uh, a, a guy who uh, listens to the podcast, and that's what I was – That the, I, I had a weird lapse of uh, – uh, my brain jumped the tracks. We have a really good little uh, army of people. And I have, army is a crappy Party. word. Party. Yeah, we, we have, have a, a lot of party goers. We have a good, you know, and that's another thing. We need a name. We need a name. <laughs> so no, seriously, like I don't want to call us partiers or the, the, we can think of something. Uh, the flying tigers. I don't know what it is. We'll figure it out. But there's a there's a good group of people. We have a solid group of people that listen to the show. They and and they're awesome and they interact. Uh, and I want to give a, a huge shout out. Uh, to this dude, so what I'm saying, if if we if, if we if we put this into action, if the people who listen to the show uh, do this and they leave a review and they click stars, wonderful things will happen. Wonderful things will happen. People will just take responsibility. They'll do it and ba ba bing ba boom. One of the wonderful things, uh, the wonderful thing, it was almost like a Tigger moment right there. The wonderful thing about Tiggers. Here's the one of the wonderful things. One that's that's a great. I could just say that over one of the wonderful things. It's it is it's uh it's Winnie the Pooh. We have a guy that listens to the show, and I've been bitching about uh, the uh, the theme song because I'm tired of it. And this dude uh, on Facebook, uh, Tim Columba. I, I hope I'm saying that right. It, it, it's it's uh, Tim Columba. Uh, last week or uh, uh, even maybe even two weeks, I apologize. He sent me like a clip. He's like, here's some here's some music that I wrote. I don't know if this will work for the show or not, but you might want to consider it. I would totally uh, loan this out to you. I, I actually sat down and I listened to it. This dude is talented. It's really good. Like this Tim – and let's, I was – and uh, this is not b- being uh, hyperbolic or anything. I'm like I'm incredibly honored. I'm incredibly honored. That the dude would even think, uh, hey, you might want to try this. So, hey, I'm gonna, he's going to send an MP3 of the music. Uh, we're going to get that to Andrew. And I, I'm going to start – it's going to be in the show for a while. And, like, I want to use it in some YouTube videos. It's, it's awesome. And that's, and that's all it took was, like, hey, uh, I don't like this music. I'm getting bored. And, like, boom, there's a listener to the show who goes, hey, you can use this. There's people who send me clips of stuff all the time, and I don't thank you enough. I, I really don't. There's people who send me links to articles, and I try to get back to you and say, hey, that's cool, and thanks. And people send me cartoons and and funny clips and stuff, and it's I think that's awesome. And I'm, I'm really trying to get better at uh, responding to those. So – 
we want to get it all happening at theloftestparty.com. It'll it'll be great. So we'll do this. You guys will uh, go and you'll leave some reviews and on on iTunes and you'll subscribe to the YouTube and you'll leave comments there and it'll it'll just take like thirty seconds, like thirty seconds uh, for the iTunes, like thirty seconds for the YouTube, and and share the videos on Facebook and man. This thing will just uh, – it will just keep growing and keep growing. So I want to say – I want to say thanks to to Tim Columba. Uh, that dude is uh, – that dude is all right. We're going to start using that. So that's my little 16-minute uh, here's what's going on. Here's where we are. Now we can start. This is like like day one. This is like day one. We finally have our spaceship ready. She's gassed up. She's ready to go. Let's point this bitch to the moon and put on our helmets. I thought we were going to Mars. We are. Elon's okay. got to keep it together. That's what I want to do. I want. I want to go to Mars. Okay. So, Did you hear Elon Musk is going to make candy now? Why not? The dude makes flamethrowers. <laughs> I don't know. He makes everything. Apparently, his investors, people ordered Teslas, they haven't gotten their cars, and people are saying, "Where's my money?" And he tweets, "I'm going to make candy, and it's going to be the best." You know what? That I really this is eerily similar to uh, what they did to uh, Tucker. Did you ever see that movie, Tucker? Mm-mm. Jeff Bridges was in it. Uh, it's based on a true story of this guy. Blah blah blah. His name was something something Tucker. His son was killed in a auto. I think his his kid was killed in an automobile accident, and uh, he made a bunch of money making like aircraft parts for World War II. Uh, and then he decided to go into the car business. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Francis Ford Coppola, I think, directed it. Jeff Bridges played Tucker, and uh, his car was insane. It was great. It was fantastic. He had so many safety features that were built in. They 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 were fantastic cars. And then he started because it looked like he was going to make it, and it was, he was going to be popular. Uh, they started a campaign to bring this guy down and ruin his reputation. And step one uh, of that was, hey, I ordered a car. Where's my car? I hear he's running out of money. I hear he's running out of money. Where's my car? And trying to create uh, a panic. So maybe – hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully that's not really going on with Elon Musk. Uh, and uh, hopefully it's just people boohooing because that dude is in, in everything. Mm-hmm. He is in everything. His spaceships appear to work quite well. His cars are fantastic. But, and he's uh, taking a tunnel under L.A. or something. Well, that one, uh, he has plans for that, but he recently changed it. He says he doesn't want that to be for cars. He wants to be for bicycles, and I don't know about that. But uh, I, I tell you what, I love the dude's cars. I, I love his spaceships. Put all the homeless people under there. <laughs> oh, man. The homeless. I, I wanted to do. I wanted to. I wanted to do this joke on Fox the other weekend because I'm like, yeah, I wanted to go on. Go, yeah, you know, you have to get up really early in the morning to to do this, and it's kind of nice though when you're driving around L.A. It's everything's peaceful and everything's quiet, and the homeless look so adorable when they're sleeping. Oh, stop! Just, <laughs> but I opted not to do it because I thought it would be cruel. But as uh, I've been in New York for a long time, uh, working on the TV show. Now I'm back in Los Angeles uh, as we're on hiatus, and I will tell you what, uh, there's a boatload of homeless people here. It is getting worse. It's, so it's getting, you can uh, notice the difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed it big time. Big, big time. Uh, and it's – I don't know. Were they always there, just in another city? Uh, but 
I don't know. I don't know what's changed. I, I really don't. I guess that just makes me uh, ignorant. But yeah, there's there's a lot more. There's a lot more, and you can't really like round them up and put them on buses and send them to another town. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Uh, well, but, it's uh, not what Seattle's doing. Well, I think we talked about that uh, a couple of uh, you know podcasts ago. I don't, maybe uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, no. when they, Seattle they just put another backyard. What they do in Seattle? They they want to put another um, head tax on, and so Amazon said we're not building our towers until y'all figure this out because we're not paying any more tax. taxes. What's a head tax? That's just what they're calling it. It's like a per person tax um, that just increases the tax base and. Citizens are like, like literally the unions that are working in construction and other people are literally revolting and showing up to these town council meetings and just taking them over. It's uh, eventually common sense will 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 win. I just don't know how bad it gets. I was I was thinking about this last night and it's it's too funny. And I, this is the other thing that you and I were talking about uh, before this dude, uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, and I uh, I saw that clip of him. I think everybody saw it on YouTube, where he was being interviewed on this English t- television show, and he's extremely smart, and he's quick, and he's got a boatload of facts at his disposal, and he turned the tables on this woman who was trying to make her look bad. She's like, "Aren't you worried about offending those people?" And he's like, "No, aren't you worried about offending me? You didn't worry." <laughs> Which I was like, ba-boom! It was just awesome to watch. He's like, you asked me that question. You weren't worried about offending me at all. Are their rights more than my rights? And it was just fantastic. And so last night I watched a ton of clips on YouTube, at least 10, like Jordan Peterson on this and on that and on this. So I'm kind of on that train now. But it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And, and, and one of the things that he said that really spoke to me was he was talking, he was being interviewed in Australia and he talks about when he's, when he's done with, uh, when he's done with, um, one of these, uh, talks. And as he's speaking, he'll see people like light up in the room. He'll say something. He, he knows he's made a connection. He, they're thinking a different way or they've been enlightened, whatever. And then he talks to people after his, uh, speech or his, you know, audience interaction, whatever he does. And these people, he says, so often they come up to him, the, the vast majority, and they'll go, when you said that, I, it's like I knew, what, I knew what you meant. It's like I knew that was already true, but I, I couldn't put it in the words that you put it in. So that's like the, the light of recognition. He'll say something and people go, oh, yeah, that's right. I knew that. You know, like you just inst- and, and I found that to be the case as well. And it's, uh, he's, he's, he's wonderfully smart. Uh, and uh, he thinks that so much of this social justice is just garbage. Oh, identity politics, he thinks is oh, garbage. I, oh, and it's just wonderful. And he he's not confrontational, but he doesn't take crap. And he speaks, I'm I'm into this guy. I'm into this dude. And well, here's one of the other things. And of course that, they're that calling him Hitler because he's having course, an impact. Of course. But one of the wonderful things that he said when he tells people like how to improve their lives and stuff, he's like, put your put your shoulders back, sit up straight, uh, clean your room, take some personal responsibility. Just do you. Just make sure that you're a better person, and you'll you'll be amazed at the change around you. Now, I've I've heard other people say this. Like this is not this this is nothing new, right? 
but it, it just rings true. Like, I'm just going to be better. I'm just going to try to improve this little space. And then other people will see, well, that guy improved his little space. Maybe I can improve my little space. And then boom, 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 it, it just happens. And you, you got to call uh, BS on crap when you see it. And oh, I love yeah. it. I guess what his, his whole thing was like he, re, he refused to use those uh, crazy non-gender blah, blah, blah pronouns. He's like, no, no, you'll, you're not going to tell me what to say. I'll, no. I'm in charge of it. And I just, I just loved it. I, I think the guy's fantastic. We should get him on the show. I'd love to get him on the show. Oh, it would be fun. I think he'd be oh. – like the, the interview I saw today, he's like 10 steps above my head though. Well, he's he's really and here's the thing, and it's got to be exhausting to be that smart, right? And and, and to be constantly because people like I saw this clip of him and Russell Brand, and I'm not a big Russell Brand fan. I just I, I think whatever. It's my own personal. I, I don't think the guy. I don't think he's funny. Blah blah blah. However, uh, Russell Brand was interviewing him, and Russell Brand is like, oh, well, you know, when when uh, this blah 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 professor and this blah 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 philosopher. Russell, Russell Brand's got a bunch of facts at his fingertips, and you could tell like he was trying to be impressive, and it was just <laughs> it made me laugh because he'd like, oh, uh, when Goethe and when Nietzsche said this and blah blah blah, and then you'd look over to to Jordan Peterson, and he's just like kind of bored, like yes and, <laughs> like yeah, you know the name of a lot of philosophers. What's your point? Mm-hmm. But it it was fun and it was enlightening, and and this kind of thing. Here's what'll happen. This is just my own personal philosophy. We're living in uh, turbulent times and people are trying to lead us around and and tell us what to think. They're really trying to engineer our society and they haven't thought it through and they don't know the repercussions. And I think they're going way too fast, like way too fast. Just slow down. It's really not that bad. And every time that we do try to engineer society like, oh, we're going to have a war on poverty that it has not worked. Right. So that that doesn't work. So I think everyone feels like we've been led around by the nose for for years and years and years now. Like, the listen, objectively speaking, the Obama years were no walk in the park and they kept telling us, oh, it's great. Oh, look at that. This is good. This is great. Look at this. This. And it never felt great. It never seemed great. But everybody kept saying, oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Right. It's great. Let's vote this guy in again. It's great. It wasn't great. No. And finally, everybody got so tired because the media all told us it was great and NBC and MSNBC and CNN and all the, the, the huge uh, fan club who kept insisting everything was wonderful. Finally, and that's what set the table for Donald Trump. That is totally what's – listen, oh, that was any one of those guys – Oh, that Oh, oh, absolutely. Just to have somebody come on there and go on, they're lying. They're <laughs> lying. That's a bad deal we're getting out. To me – I didn't think the guy stood a chance in hell, but it was so refreshing to watch somebody just go, no, that's a lie. That's wrong. It was it was awesome. And I think that's why that's part of the, of the reason that uh, Trump got elected, because we've been uh, spit on for eight years and they tried to convince us it was raining. Uh, and that's why this uh, Jordan Peterson dude has finally he's been saying this stuff for years. Oh, yeah. And, it, and finally it's... now he's getting the attention. Well, he had a very popular book, 12 Rules for Improving Your Life or something like that. that I, th- goes... I might have to get that one. I might yeah, have to get that. I think I might have to, too, even though I think it was directed at young men. I would just like to read it because um, I find the way he thinks to be very, very interesting. But, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, the media, 
Like if you just look at what happened this week, right? Bibi Netanyahu what? comes out with all of this intel on Iran. And then you have all the old Obama acolytes, right? Ben Rhodes and John Favreau and a couple others running around. We knew this. We knew this. This is not news. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah what, it is. so what Bibi Netanyahu had the largest PowerPoint presentation in the history of Jerusalem, and he just did that because it was some old shit? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, guys, okay. Um, yeah, I, I never thought we should have approved that deal in the first place, <laughs> and I sure as heck don't think we should continue it. Um, I don't think well, that's how the, you the, deal with totalitarian regimes. The Israelis got out of there with like what a ton and a half of of material. Mm -hmm. Like they, they they got like paperwork, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. And uh, Israel has something to worry about there. <laughs> it's right there. Listen, when when Bibi Netanyahu uh, does a big PowerPoint like that, <laughs> he's got he's not he's not going back and rehashing old stuff. There's there's a reason to be worried. I never listen. I never dug that whole Iranian deal because I didn't like the sunset clause. They're like, okay, pretend to play nice for now, but then in 2025, just light them up, baby. Dude, you just they light, said just pallets of up. cash. Well, that was well, supposedly that was bank assets that we seized uh, back in the day but in George Bush one. You don't. That's like giving your kid their allowance before they do their their chores. Well, here's what it really <laughs> is. You know here's what, what here's mean? here's what I think it is. Here's the, the, the disgusting thing about the pallets of cash for me yeah. is that then you cannot trace it. Nope. Like if it's an electronic transfer, then you can kind of see where that money goes afterwards. But like literally they wanted cash like they were robbing an ATM. So well, they can just – okay, they, well – That's how they pay the guys in Syria and in Yemen and – Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. That was, that was the disgusting part of that. And if there was nothing to be embarrassed about, if it was all on the up and up, why the hell did you do it in the middle of the night? Right? Why did you do it in the, like some tarmac in the middle of nowhere at like oh. 2 o'clock in the morning? Whenever, listen, here's a good rule to live by. When your government does some shit in the middle of the night, it ain't good. <laughs> it's not good. That's how they – remember when they passed Obamacare? Like yeah. we all went to bed. Everything was OK. And then you woke up and they're like, we fundamentally changed the economy of America. But if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. And that was a big lie. That was a big lie. And Let's see. And there's another one for, for like the media. Whenever they say the, the Trump takes a lot of crap for the, you know, the, the lying media. But they do. They do. And like they cover – if you don't like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Uh, the, you would fact check that on Politico and, and, and Snopes, and they're like, oh, it's pretty much true. It's pretty much true. They covered. They covered. And then I, I think uh, I think it was a time – some other magazine just said it was the biggest political lie of the last 10 years. It was like the mother the mother of all lies. And you were in on it. They were complicit. What was the other thing? CNN or, or MSNBC. Uh, NBC. When they ran with that story that uh, that watches dudes, uh, Trump's lawyer has is wiretapped. He's wiretapped. We got and then they spent an hour on this conjecture of what might they have listened to. They might have heard this. It might have been that. It might have been the Teletubbies with a giant blah 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 and a latex condom. You know, it's like it's just conjecture. And then an hour later, oh yeah, it's not true. It's not true. And then and then NBC's like, yeah, you know what? We we might have messed up there. Sorry about that. <laughs> it, it, it constantly happens. It con and then and then they try to make you feel bad, like, well, Trump is constantly doing stuff. We wouldn't have to. We would. We'd fact check, but we don't have the time. Trump don't never stop. 
It's like they just what they did to that one dude who was going to uh, run the VA, that that jackhole uh, senator or whatever congressman in Montana is like, uh, I heard he was drunk and banging on someone's door in the middle of the night. The Secret Service had to tackle him. Oh, my God. Then they run with it like it's a fact. They never even called the Secret Service. <laughs> they never called him. And then when oh, they I do, know. and then when, some, when, some, when somebody finally does call him the Secret Service, like, we have no record of that. That never happened. But you know what? The damage is done. And it's it's literally like the more the media tries to corral me, the more I'm siding with Donald Trump. And if you look at the list of stuff that's going great, stuff is going great. Well, and it's like you said, they just lie. So the other big lie this week, the Uh-oh. NRA annual meeting is going on, and both the president and the vice president were going to speak. Now, if you go to the NRA annual meeting and you have an appropriate concealed carry weapons license, they encourage you to carry at the meeting. It's the NRA. Nobody gets to carry other than the Secret Service when the president and the vice president are speaking. Is this a new rule? No. No. No, this has been around forever. But the way that the press ran with it, oh, look, the NRA doesn't even let people carry at their own convention. No, that was not the NRA's decision. (laughs) It's 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 crazy. And there was some other I can't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was, but she came out on Twitter a couple days ago and she's like, Dana Lash is here with a film. Shannon Watts, Shannon Watts. And then Dana, God bless her, writes back. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm having brunch with my with my mom. <laughs> like yeah. I'm, in a, I'm at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> and then, did you see what Ted Lou said? No. Ted Lou, that chipmunk-looking freakazoid from California, he 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 texts back you to have Shannon the best Watts. Senators and reps, I swear to God. <laughs> he 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 writes back to Shannon Watts. Hey, you keep lying. You just keep lying. Like encouraging her to keep up this. Uh, it's it's uh, it's crazy. Ted Lou is worthless. He's absolutely worthless. Well, and apparently worthless. he's okay with lying. And, and he, he encourages it. He encourages he, it. <laughs> and then and then you see stupid things on CNN like today. Um, an article, oh, supporting abortion is actually a pro-life stance. No, uh, it's yeah, not. I don't, I don't know how they get to that convoluted. <laughs> like, that's, and it's, that, it's, that's the most amazing mental pretzel I have ever seen crashed into a headline. The Democratic Party, the, the liberals, they're, they're running like one of those Chinese water torture devices, and they're selling everybody uh, towels, right? right? They just keep dripping this crap on your head, and they're like, you probably need a towel. Uh, here you go. I'll sell you this towel, but don't worry. The government's paying for that towel, and it's all part of socialism. But it's like a- after long enough, the people are just going to start uh, smacking – the Chinese water torture device out of their head and like they've had enough. We desperately need a, a news organization in this country that just reports the news and tells tells the truth. Don't try to don't try to tell me what to think. Just tell me uh, what happened. It's it's because people are buying into it. Now corporations are buying into it and corporations are trying to do like uh, what was it United or Delta when they're like, hey, we had a deal with the NRA where we'd give them uh, a discount on our on their tickets, but we're not going to deal with the NRA. And I'm gr- that one came back to bite him in the butt. But like, stop doing it. Corporations shouldn't make these political uh, well, decisions. For all of the anti-NRA stuff, they had their biggest fundraising month ever last month. Well, they <laughs> they better. 
they better get a, a bunch of members now because there's another generation coming up. These uh, all these kids who were invited to walk out of school, uh, and we—that's who who. Those are the yes, ones I think about. The mother of kids that age. Those kids didn't even know why they were walking out of school. No, they didn't. And you, and we're raising a uh, another generation of of young men and boys that just f- feel bad about being uh, boys. They feel bad about being men. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's that's the one that really has to stop. For me, there's a list of them, but you know, granted, I'm, I'm the father of two boys, so I, I'm, I'm watching this stuff, and like you've got this toxic masculinity, which I don't even that, – that's insane to me. Toxic masculinity, like, oh, you're, you're, you're man, man behavior is bad. You, you need to relearn your behavior, bad man, just because you were born a man. That's like you, you come out of the womb guilty of that. Then God help you if you're a, a white kid because then your your white privilege is going to get you everything. It's 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 really nuts. And then this week we lost the Boy Scouts. That That's that's big. When the Boy Scouts knuckle under and go, yep, uh, girls can join. We're just now the Scouts and whatever. It's it's that ain't good. That ain't good. Well, At and I just point, don't get it. I was a Girl there, Scout. I learned how to there, start a fire. I learned how to pitch a tent. I learned how to do all that stuff in the companion organization. Well, the Boy Scouts, I guess they just they they're they're tired of the lawsuits and they're tired of the the, the crap and they're they're knuckling under. Yeah, I tell you, they there's no five year organization. There's no five year old little girl that's dying to hang out with a bunch of little boys and and have a man leader. That's their third wave feminist mother making them do it. Yeah, it is. I'm and sure of it. And that's that's some uh, boring crap. The the oh, the, they the bore whole, me to death. They're they're, they're miserable. The worst, but they're so vocal. They're so oh, they're vocal, so and they're getting miserable. They're getting these, and they are. They are. It's it's. If you look at at studies, like women aren't getting happier, and men men are really losing it. I did that video on uh, YouTube and. Is it still okay to be a dude and and doing research on that man? Good Lord in heaven, women are 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 they're in college more. They're they're uh, getting more degrees. Uh, they're they're getting they're more of the wealth in the happy. country, and they're less happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so are the dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the suicide rate between uh, of of men is is way up, and the mortality rate. We're we're not living as long. Like we're going the wrong direction. We're living less now than we were like 10 years ago. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. So good for you. Girls are in the Boy Scouts. Yeah, That's fantastic. Well, the, the, entire, the entire thing about this entire drive for complete equality, and it's not even equality as much as it's, everything is going to be equal. So if we got one of these, we need one of these, we need one of those, you know, is, is you're forcing square pegs into round holes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that never Google, works out well. And look at Google. Look at them. That's it's really the the idea of you you just have to have the best people. Listen, nobody wants you to uh discriminate, right? No. If, if if the however, the best people for the job. The best people for the job. Now we're really now we're like old school old school uh, Republican uh, preachy, but it's it's true. They they're, they're looking at this why how come in this 
uh, particular field of expertise, uh, there's only, uh, you know, 35% women. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe chicks don't like being on the back of garbage trucks. Maybe they don't want or welding. Maybe they don't want to or welding or, or or being on oil rigs or whatever. It's like uh, a but buddy of mine used to do a, a joke about, about that. that. You hear them complaining about IT jobs and you know other white collar kind of jobs. Yeah. Well, that's now yes, and that and 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 now uh, they're they're so loud. And they bitch about it uh, so much. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now there's an organization. They're affecting real change. And it's starting to affect my life. Uh, like uh, like Star Wars. Someone at, at Disney, I don't know if it's Kathleen Kennedy who is running Star Wars now. They, like, they made a legit – they made a choice uh, in Star Wars uh, The Last Jedi where they're like, boom, here comes the message. Boom, here it comes. Hey, this girl is the hero, and I'm like, I'm fine with a girl hero. I don't, I don't care as long as the story's good. The Wonder Woman's fantastic as long as the story's good. But if you hand me a crappy uh, story where you're going to marginalize the male hero, Luke Skywalker, and make him behave in a way that he has never behaved before in his life, and then and then go to a casino planet to try to teach me about the evils of capitalism uh, in a Star Wars, like, whoa, what the hell are we talking about? I thought we were talking about the Force, you know? And Yoda is is burning books. <laughs> like Luke, I totally forgot about that part when Luke Skywalker's like, "Whoa, those are the Jedi, uh, the 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 early Jedi texts." And Yoda's like, "Hmm, burn them. They're just they're just books." Like really, <laughs> Yoda's into burning books. When did Yoda become a Nazi? <laughs> and now, and that's what's got me worried about uh, the Avengers. The, at yeah, the end of the Avengers, they got they got. Oh, we better call in Miss Marvel. What? what? You're gonna call? Yeah, that's not setting well with me. Marvel, a little online, some dude about that right now. But like, wh- why are we gonna call in Captain Marvel? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to meet a new. It, it, listen, I will be so pissed if if the characters that I know and love from the Avengers, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, uh, all of them, you know, Black Black Widow's in there, you know. But if, if all of a sudden. You're going to throw, and uh-oh, the, the man, like the the man can't solve it. You know what? I will tell you this. I liked the Scarlet Witch more in Avengers Infinity War than I've ever liked her before. Like, I, I really dug her. That's how I felt I, about Nebula. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. It's spoilers, you guys. Uh, I guess we should say this. At, at 43 uh, minutes in, we started talking about the Avengers, and there could be spoilers. Uh, Nebula... Okay, here's a little – I think this is worth talking about. When Thanos is talking to Gamora, mm-hmm. he's like, I, your sister's here. And he goes, she snuck on board and she tried to kill me and she actually came pretty close. I think that was huge. I think that was huge and that Nebula got loose at, at the, in the end. She knows how to She knows how to get to Thanos. She, she came really close. That's why she's still alive at the end of that movie. You think? There's going to be – Oh my, yeah, she's the key. She's the key. You, you've and you've got Rocket who's still alive, the little raccoon guy. He can fly the spaceship. Nebula can fly the spaceship. Yeah. The Avengers will will get to Thanos, and then, and this is the one that I did the video on. This is the one I did the video on. That I think is the most incredible insight to the Avengers, literally, that everybody else has missed. Marvel said they were never going to try to do another Hulk movie. They were never going to try to do another Hulk movie because they they just don't work. 
so what they're doing is they're giving the Hulk a little tiny movie of his own. And it's, well, he it's played wonderful. a pretty big deal in Ragnarok, too. The Hulk did. Yeah. The Hulk. And this is what I think is, is so wonderful as from the writing of it. It's just you, you got to just recognize really solid writing when you see it. The Hulk was like the Hulk for a couple of years uh, in Thor Ragnarok. He was he was he was not switching back to Bruce Banner. He was like full time Hulk for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then when Thor finally calms him down. Bruce Banner goes, holy crap, if I ever turn back into the Hulk again, I don't know if I'll ever come back. So that's like act one of a really awesome movie. And now in the Avengers, they need the Hulk. They're like, come on, dude. And now because the Hulk got his ass kicked uh, by Thanos and, you know, got his lunch handed to him, the Hulk is afraid. And, and so now you desperately need the Hulk and he's not coming out. That's act two of a really great movie. And right. so I think it's that they're setting up what could be one of the most wonderful moments in the entire it's like in Forrest Gump when the kids running and the and the the bad kids are throwing rocks at at, at Forrest Gump and run Forrest run and then the the braces come off in slow motion you're going to have a moment like that where all hope is lost Bruce Banner's going to be there and he's going to be like I need you Hulk one more time and boom he is going to hulk out and it's going to be the most awesome epic Hulk scene ever. It's like, <laughs> it's just going to feel so good. It's right there. It's right there. It's like a big juicy apple that they've just, they've taken care of the Hulk tree. They've watered the Hulk tree and it's going to bear the best Hulk fruit ever. It's going to be great. Well, I just, you're not the, excited. I really don't like Mark Ruffalo. As you know Bruce what? Banner. I'm sorry. I don't like, I, I think he's fine as Bruce Banner. I, his politics are, are whatever, but it's why it's wild. I can totally put that aside. Like when I'm when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, that guy's kind of kind of a jackhole. But I can totally put his politics aside and enjoy him as uh, it's not Bruce even Banner. his politics. I just he's just so mealy as Banner that I'm like, ugh. He needs to find the balance. He needs to find the balance between him him and the Hulk. There's a, there's a character. World Breaker Hulk. World Breaker, the Ultimate Hulk. It's going to be great. Yeah. And, no. I tell you, and I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I'm not the only guy that reviews these movies. A young man by the name of Ben Shapiro, who I know, who I had on the old TV show, he reviews them. You look at – I'll tell you what. I'll, I dare you. You compare my review of uh, Avengers Infinity War with Ben Shapiro's, boom, you're going to like mine a lot more. There you go. I'm calling you out, Ben Shapiro. Well, he didn't like it. No, he didn't. And I don't get it at all. I don't get it at all. Because, okay, just like you were saying, Star Wars throws all these ideological crappy things at you. Yeah. When you're sitting there watching the Marvel movies, individual responsibility, (laughs) rejection of collectivism, (laughs) um, a nationalist beats an SJW, and now we have a, a villain a supervillain who's basically the love child of Cecile Richards and Tom Steyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like everybody's is, against the super it's... environmentalist. <laughs> yeah. Let's eliminate half the population. You know, Thanos, the intergalactic chief of uh, Planned Parenthood. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Planned Parenthood intergalactic. But I mean, mm. when you stop and think about it, it's a pretty like, they want to save lives. It's a 
very pro-life message that comes through. Like, it actually is. People don't just need to die for no reason. <laughs> you know? It, it, That's a great takeaway. Well, same with Captain America Civil War. Captain America said, no, I'm not buying into this collectivist crap. I will take responsibility for my actions. He ended up being right. <laughs> and he ended up saving everybody. Yeah, yeah, that that's a very that's like a phenomenal essay right there. Why you why you write that one up? That's fantastic. But what it, it shows is, you it is what very it shows American. You, it it is very American. Those ideas are extremely popular in these movies, and people who are ideologically opposed to them go see them, go cheer them, and don't even see it. Well, you know what? And I'm fine with that. Yep. I am fine with that. You know what that means? You're put. You're putting a, enough sugar in with the medicine mm-hmm. that you get the balance right. I like it. I don't like. I don't like seeing. I don't like tasting too much medicine, right? And there's been right. a lot of medicine. You got to do this. You got to say that. Don't do this. Don't say that accent. A poo from The Simpsons is bad. Thank God. And that's another thing. Matt Groening. He's fighting back. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, you can be mad. You can, you be, can mad. be mad. Sorry. Moving on. Hey, but speaking of. Uh, of The Simpsons and comedy. I want to make sure I let you guys know this. If you happen to be in uh, in Vegas in the next couple of weeks, I'll be performing. I'll be headlining at uh, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club at the MGM. We nice. do one show a night. I'm going to make sure <clears throat> here's what I need to do. Like I will stick around after the show. I'm going to say hi to people. Uh, I'm going to take pictures. Normally I like to skate. I'm telling you. Normally, when I do a show in Vegas, I get back up to the room as fast as I can. I'm going to stick around. I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to talk politics. I'm going to talk comedy and, and comic books and all this other stuff. And I'm going to talk about theloftestparty.com. And it's wonderful. That's my little it's my little Hulk seed. What I'm going to do is talk to all these people in Las Vegas who live in all these different places and go to theloftestparty.com and check this out and be my friend and do all that. And then, shoop, they're going to leave. They're going to get on planes, and they're going to go back to wonderful places like Jacksonville, Florida, and like Tacoma, Washington, and Tallahassee, and then boom, 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 boom. It's going to start there. More friends, more uh, adventurers. That's Work my plan. Work in the room. Absolutely, I'm working the room. And mm-hmm. it's so nice. Here's what I love about Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. One show. One show. I've, I've done so much, so many weeks in Vegas where it's just like, you know, two shows a night. It's brutal. It's brutal. I don't know how they do it. Like Britney Spears, God love her. Be like, oh, she lip syncs during her show. God bless her for even coming out there and trotting around at all. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how they do it. Well, Vegas is just a very days. tiring city. It is. I don't is. gamble, so. Really? Nope. We got to get you gambling. No, you don't. Gambling's fun. I just don't I have enough. I will just get uh, angry when I lose. I don't like giving my money away. Well, that's the whole thing. You gotta, you gotta get. You, you have your little nest egg, you know, a little bit of money. Then you need to turn that into more money. Then you're playing with the house's money. Then you get a little loosey goosey. It's a long, long, drawn out process. Nothing feels better than to be in Vegas and you're gambling with their money. That is the best. The worst feeling is when you're losing your own money. Exactly. When, and usually. Usually that's how the plan goes. I'm such a low stakes guy. I'll just go play blackjack, a little $10 blackjack, $15 blackjack, try to win a couple hands, then turn that into something and like, okay, now I'm playing with the house's money. That's the best. That's the best feeling. 
the most popular event at CPAC this year was our charity um, gambling night. Oh, man. I'm we had so charity bummed casino that I missed night. That. I'm so bummed that I miss uh, CPAP. <laughs> hey, we had fun that evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very popular. I think we're gonna do it again. I was I was back. I couldn't. That was the uh, I was working on the episode of Kevin Can Wait. That's gonna be on tonight, Monday night. Mm-hmm. You guys need to watch that. That was whoo-wee. That was a good time. This I didn't I didn't think we were allowed to talk about it. And regardless, it, it's close enough now. Where I don't think I'll get in trouble. But uh, it's the episode of Kevin Can Wait. We got uh, Adam Sandler on the show. Well, they put out a poster. Chris Rock is on the show. I was very surprised when they. When they put out the poster, because usually like uh, Sandler, uh, and I'll tell you this guy, right now, people, this is the second time I've been fortunate enough to to work with Adam Sandler and with that guy and Chris Rock. This is the first time I met Chris. I've done shows with his brother uh, before, Tony, but I will tell you, I'm not even kidding. Adam Sandler is one of the nicest, sweetest, most talented people you're ever going to want to meet. In, in Hollywood. He's he just a, and seems Chris very Rock, genuine. He is. And Chris Rock was a blast. Chris Rock was great. Mm-hmm. It's a really funny episode. And here's the other thing that I, that I really loved uh, about the episode. And you'll see. You'll watch it. You'll watch it uh, on CBS Monday night at 8. The whole episode, uh, Sandler wants to get the band back together. I guess Sandler and Chris Rock and, and Kevin James and uh, uh, Mike Del Judas. You, you probably you were, you're not familiar with Mike Del Judas, but he's insanely talented. He works with Billy Joel all the time. He's a crazy great singer songwriter. Uh, so they want to get this band back together that they had back in the '80s. So you see all the other the, the failures of their band, like they were a hair band, they were a boy band. So we got to write all these songs because we knew Sandler would be into it. Like Sandler loved the idea of these guys used to have a band. So. Uh, Kevin James and myself and, and another writer, uh, Mike Socio, uh, and we we all and the all the all the writers we came up with crazy names of songs and Kevin was like oh that's a funny name for a song and then we would actually uh, write these songs you know and me and Kevin and Mike and and Mike Del Judas and <laughs> it was just it it was hilarious and uh, and fulfilling and like by by the end and of the creative week, yeah. And 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 so funny. And by the end of the week, Kevin's all fired up. He's like, he's like, we should just go on the road and do songs. We should just do songs. And I'm like, I'm I'm down for it. I would totally do that. I would totally go on the road with Kevin James, and we will just sing crazy goofy songs. I'm I'm down for that. So you backing him anyway, up on the ukulele, or I'd love. To, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm taking the uke to Vegas. I'm taking it to Vegas. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna unleash a new song. Last time I was there, uh, I did an Elvis song. I might do that. I might do two songs at the end of the show. It's so Vegas. I love the idea, and and hopefully the audience does too. I come out and I tell my jokes, and then if Brad Garrett's there, I bring him on stage. That's totally Vegas. And then I love closing with a musical number. It's just it's it to me. Is this being videotaped? I videotaped it last time. I did um. I did an Elvis song on the ukulele. I had the audience sing along. It's if you go to the YouTube, uh, if you go to the YouTube channel, it's there. Uh, I can't help falling in love with you. And I had the audience sing along, and it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I might do another one this time, but uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's it, it's an insanely busy time in my life right now. It's an insanely busy time, 
and I'm trying to uh, learn a new schedule, you know, to get the most out of uh, out of my day. So uh, I'm I'm working on the loftusparty.com. I'm going to start blogging there. Uh, still doing the videos every week. Uh, I need to finish up this script I'm doing. I got to learn a new song on the ukulele. I got to find uh, we got to find more fun guests to be on this show. It's 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 really great. It's champagne problems and they're they're the best. I'll be doing uh Fox News. They I'll be doing Wake Up uh, Vegas on the Fox channel there. I'll be telling I'll be telling everybody about the loftusparty.com. It's going great, you guys. It's going really great. Well, you can get on Fox and Friends again, and they'll introduce you as a producer for Kevin James again, and you still won't get a phone call, and it'll be awesome. That's 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 the terror. That is the terror. I I, it really I watched is. it, and I went, oh, no. I, I, I was legit scared. And you know what? Kanye gave me strength. I'm like, if Kanye, if Kanye West can come out and do it and talk about I'm doing it, too. And well, I'm I'm still know, in a in a in a weird way waiting for that uh, waiting for that shoe to drop waiting for wait what you're you're writing on a television show and and you, this is the way you think that's politically that's not allowed it's <clears throat> I'm telling you it's not it's not and because it is no I'm not calling situation comedies art in a, in a way they are it's because it's entertainment and all that stuff it's so easy because because art is subjective and comedy is subjective it's so easy for other people who are in charge of the industry the entertainment industry to go oh no no this is this isn't why we didn't hire him he's a very we just don't think he's funny and and then then it's this ethereal thing that you can't really prove and you go well he worked on this show and he worked on that show and he worked on this show and he worked on that show and no one ever had a problem it's just not funny now when it's really about the politics and that's that's the scary part that is the truly scary part and that's why <clears throat> you have to wait till you have a certain level of uh success and maybe i'm out in front of my skis on this but like when's the last time you saw james woods in a movie you know and like and john voight i guarantee john voight well he he works a lot but i i, I bet he wants to be working more and uh, and and Gary Sinise, does he still have a show on? It's like once you once you Wasn't are on the on, radar. Um, CSI not that long ago. Yeah, he had a CSI show, but I think that went bye bye. He was CSI Miami, I think. No, it was another. I think it was like CSI some foreign. They had too many of those CSI shows. Yeah, on. they had too many of them, but um, you know, even Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, well, Kelsey, he that that guy. I don't know if he's doing Broadway again now or what he's doing, but he, yeah, he works a lot. So maybe there is hope. Maybe there is uh maybe I'm, I'm, I'm being paranoid. Maybe, maybe everything is okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it is okay. I'm going to say it's it okay now. Uh, it, I tell you, let's hope this is recorded. <laughs> if, this, if we've actually managed to record this, it's all going to be okay. Shut up. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna recap. I'm gonna I'm gonna close with the the way uh, we started. Um, go to go to iTunes. Click on some stars. Leave a comment. Go to YouTube. Uh, watch a clip. Leave a comment. It's all about 
that's the, the leaving the comment part is also part of it. And thank you for sharing the videos and thanks for uh, sharing the videos on Facebook and following us on Instagram and all that stuff. I know it's a hassle. I know it. And I, it, listen, I would hate it if somebody would ask this of me and I apologize that I have to do it. However, it's something that you guys can do and the community is growing. We're, we're, we're right where we want to be. And so with just a little bit of your time, uh, it can really, 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 uh, get big fast. These are exciting, exciting days. Um, next week, uh, we got to talk about, uh, I have a very, hopefully a very funny, uh, story to tell about me going to the skin doctor. Uh, I went to the dermatologist and, uh, it's, there's, there's a, there's a freckle by my dick story that I think you guys What? Know. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah. Well, that's, listen, I was, I was recently, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna do the whole story now. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> I. I. I can't. It's a teaser for the story. That's all I'm gonna say. There was a. There's a. There was a new freckle uh, by my junk, and it. It scared me. <laughs> so. Uh, whatever. <laughs> we got it. Um, everything's good. But like, li listen. Uh, wear your sunscreen. I got, they, he did a, there was a little, there was another spot, not by my junk and they're, they're doing a biopsy on that. So, uh, keep me in your, uh, thoughts yeah, and prayers. That good Irish blood we have. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. You got that, you got that Irish skin and they're like, well, get out there in the sun, go swimming. And, uh, I like, I like getting a little sun. I like being a little sun kissed and I'm not allowed, I'm not afraid to show some skin out the pool. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be coming back to bite me. <laughs> uh, so I'm in Vegas. Come out and say hello. Uh, I'll tell you guys the dermatology story uh, next time. Oh, then I got it's it's kind of a Michaeltopia, but I got a, I got a serious, a real hardcore beef with these uh, companies that now are just begging when you go to pay your bill at, at like uh, PF Chang's, or now they did it to me at PetSmart. Where they just out loud ask you if you want to donate money to save blank. And, and now I'm just saying no. And I'm saying it loud. I'm saying it so loud that the person behind me can hear. So that can't, if they wanted to say no, they don't feel bad. Because, like, I guess everybody's saying no now. Michael, you want to donate a dollar to save puppies? No. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. That's what I do. I know. I did it, I did it yesterday. If you want to. Would you like to donate a dollar to help an abandoned puppy? No, no, I wouldn't. What do you think? I'm I'm in here buying food to to feed the one I rescued. Exactly. Don't you shame me? I have a rescue dog. He's the best dog in the world. Jack the dog. So I have rescued dogs. I have you. rescued cats. I have feral cats that now eat a buffet on my front porch because I can't stand to watch them starve. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm not. I don't need to be given a dollar to save some other animal. I'm saving quite enough you, of how them. How about you give me a dollar to pay for the ones I'm saving <laughs> exactly. already? How about you just give me some free food? And then That'd it's P.F. Changs. P.F. Changs. We'd like to give a dollar to help a homeless. Blah blah blah. No, no, I wouldn't. Okay, no, they do whatever. it at Walmart. They do it at the grocery store. They they do it everywhere. Well, it needs to stop. They're trying to sh uh, shame us, and I'm going to shame them. They're trying to extort me into being charitable. Hmm. Yes, 
No, thank you. Like, wh- wh- who, wh- who are you? Who are you to give me a morale? I'm fine um, with my morals. I give. I give back a ton. I do a lot of shows. I do stuff for Make-A-Wish. I do stuff for the uh, American Heart Association, the Lung Association, fighting cancer, giving this, saving animals. And then you're going to come at me again like I'm some kind of douche? <laughs> Screw you. Screw you. I will say it loud. Oh, my. Okay, that's our show. It was a good one. We're a little bit long, uh, but you guys, you know what to do. And uh, and we'll have another show for you next week. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube. That that channel is, is getting better and better. I tell you what, the, the, we're having fun. TheLoftestParty.com. Go. Go to TheLoftestParty.com. Sign up and let's uh, let's get going. Let's see you post some stuff. What's going? What's going? What's in your wallet? <laughs> I'll see you guys next week.